What's up, Hyperfast Agents? We've got a special guest on the show today. Our guest started off her career as a real estate agent selling as many as 250 homes a year before becoming a marketer. She now helps hundreds of real estate agents get more listings. She is the founder and owner of the Listings Labs for Real Estate Agents, is a thought leader in the industry. Welcome to the show, Jess Lewinville. Welcome to the show today, Jess. How are you doing? I'm fantastic. Thanks so much for having me. Awesome. And working hard on uh, this, this technically is uh, July 5th, but observed on the fourth holiday. So, um, you know, we we're just kind of talking like some people are working, some aren't. Yeah. So. We took, we, we, our team took some time off uh, Thursday, Friday. So we're full steam ahead this week. Awesome. Well, we appreciate you joining us today and recording this episode. And I know we've, we've got a lot of great stuff to cover for real estate agents on marketing and getting more listings, which is really something people are focused on in mm -hmm. today's market because there's just not much inventory out there. I'm sure that's what you've been seeing. Right across the, the board. Yeah. Yeah. What uh, is there anything in particular that you're doing right now or, or trying to help agents with to get more listings that, that maybe you weren't doing a year ago or two years ago even? Things haven't really changed. We've always been really listings focused. So um, I think that a lot of the things that we focus on from a marketing perspective is making sure that your messaging is actually speaking to and attracting listings. I think a lot of the time when people post on social media or when they're creating ad campaigns or things like that, they're very buyer focused. Um, and especially in a market right now, it's super easy to generate a whole bunch of buyer leads, but it's actually very, very hard, not only to convert them, but also to, once you convert them to a client to actually get them in a property. So we do, we do, we've added some training in on how to get offers accepted and how to make sure that you're actually, um, you're, you're successful with the buyers that you have. But on top of that, there's, there's just a messaging issue with most agents. Most agents are either creating content and putting out the kind of messaging that either just attracts other agents, which is why so many agents have, you know, audiences full of other agents, or they're speaking to buyers unintentionally, just because they're not, uh, they're not as I would say they're not as intentional about the the kind of pain points that they're hitting on and the kind of, you know, the kind of um, wording that they're using in in content. A lot of what we focus on is social media based and also ad based using social media platforms. So it's audience creation and making sure that you're attract everything that we do is attraction. So we don't do a lot of chasing. It's basically the inbound people who are reaching out saying, hey, I've seen your stuff. We're ready to go. Come list my house. And in order for that to happen and in order for an agent to be successful with that, you have to hit nine different psychological points 
or, you know, three major content buckets in order for people to have everything that they need to choose you. And I think a lot of people, especially in real estate, because we're not taught how to do this properly, it's super willy nilly, right? It's, you know, I call them kind of random acts of marketing. (laughs) And I think, I think it happens a lot where people are like, well, I need more listings. So I'm just going to kind of try to figure out whatever I can put together and throw a bunch of spaghetti at the wall. And you know, a lot of it comes down to consistency. The people who are really killing it right now are people who have been consistent for the past year, not the people who are looking to, um, you know, put, put a campaign together and launch a campaign and have, you know, 20 listings in the next two months. It just doesn't happen that way. Yeah. A lot of it comes with audience growth, building trust with that audience, nurturing it. And, and in my opinion, I think, you know, audience is the new sphere of influence, you know, for so long, everyone's been talking SOI, 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 you know, work your network, but we have this beautiful tool where your network can be really large and you can get referrals from people you've never worked with. And you can build this incredible platform of people who know, like, and trust you without it having to be all manual and all one-on-one. There's like, dozens of points we could go into. I mean, <laughs> you just threw out so much interesting stuff. Before we do that though, yeah. can you give can you give our listeners just a little bit of your background yeah. and, and history and kind of what led up to what you're doing now? For sure, for sure. So I got into real estate as essentially a baby. So I was 21 when I got my license, but I uh, grew up in the industry. So my mom has been a realtor for about 35 years. Um, I started doing my mom's paperwork probably at around 13. Um, and then when I came out of school, I really didn't know what I wanted to do. Um, my mom basically made a suggestion. She's like, Hey, I think you'd be good at it. Why don't you try real estate? So I sold real estate myself for 14 years, um, built a multiple, multiple seven figure small team. Um, we did hundreds of deals a year and, I had a bit of like a midlife crisis in my early (laughs) thirties and realized that I felt like I was kind of serving the wrong people. So made a switch, uh, shifted over from selling real estate to helping agents. And yeah, we've been doing, I've been doing that ever since. Um, We've got a, the listings lab team is a team of 12 as of today. Um, And a lot of the time now, actually people love our program so much that we end up with agents who have signed up for our programs end up like and end up on our team. So we always attend, tend to hire internally now. And so far we've helped. Um, I mean, we've helped the, the whole premise behind what we do is like getting people from, to, to seven figures with consistency and with ease. And um, we've got, we've got a lot of millionaires in our, awesome. in our network now, which is, which is pretty awesome. But yeah, so that's kind of the whole, the whole thing. Cool. Earlier, uh, you you mentioned some interesting stuff about how a lot of times agents want the listings, but their marketing doesn't say that their marketing communicates to buyers or to other or to other agents. So Mm -hmm. can you can you jump into that a little? Like, why? Why are they doing like, why are they? I kind of get the agent thing more so because it's just like they probably have trouble getting out of their own vernacular. Yeah. But, but then why the focus on buyers instead of listings? So, okay. So, so you're a hundred, you, you nailed it 
with the other agents thing, you know, a lot of agents will share whatever resonates with them, but if it resonates with them, then it's resonating with other agents because they are not their own ideal client. Right. So um, a lot of it comes down to, you know, a, a lot of the just listed, just sold under contract stuff that people that agents put online. Um, a lot of the time, like most of the comments are going to be from other agents kind of hyping them up and congratulating them and things like that. It's not actually going to be potential clients um, from a buyer's standpoint, though, if you the, the, mo the majority of people who are running ads or who are posting on social media, they're using listings. They're using listings or property and the people who are going to be the most interested in listings or property are going to be buyers, right? A lot of the time, what they're not doing is they're not creating high value content. They're not showing their audience anything about their methodology or their process or their way of, of doing things. Really at the end of the day, people are going to buy with whoever they list with, especially if they're selling something and buying something else. So it's actually the opposite. Most people are, are are speaking to buyers, you know, market updates, um, a lot of things, a lot of the, a lot of the content that is kind of prepackaged from a lot of brokerages, which is what a lot of agents are throwing out there. Um, it tends to be buyer focused because buyers are the easiest lead to yep. create. Well, I, yeah. So I get that. Like the just, just listed, a buyer is going to see that, right? I, yep. I post, I post listings on Facebook sellers aren't clicking on that typically yeah um what kind of messaging do you need to make that would yep. be high value content mm -hmm. for for sellers so we break it down usually into like we three different buckets of content so we've got authority content we've got personal content and social proof and so I'll kind of go through each of them. So authority content is going to be things that are teaching, going through your process or your solution, because really all sales is just problem solution. So, you know, every market is going to be a little different, which is why market research is so important from a, from a marketing standpoint. And I think most agents don't do adequate market research, but figuring out like, what are the pains, problems, fears, and desires of the sellers in your market right now? Um, figuring out who you're wanting to target specifically listings as a whole, isn't really a, like a sustainable niche anymore. Um, you kind of have to go a little bit further, a little bit deeper than that. So are you working with downsizers? Are you working with upsizers? Are you, you know, some people want to work with first time buyers or first time investors or things like that. And that's totally fine. But if we're focused in on the listing side, who is it that you're targeting and what are their pain points? Why are they moving? What's, what's the reason behind the transition? Because when we understand that, then we can create more pain point content, we can create more um, authority content that is going to help that person get their to get their head nodding. And really effective marketing or effective messaging from a marketing standpoint is just being able to articulate what's in the back of your ideal client's head better than they can. Because when you can do that, they feel understood and they automatically will credit you with the solution. So part of that, so that all falls under the authority bucket. The second bucket is your personal content. And when I say personal content, I mean like per actual personal content. Most agents are not on their business side of things are not sharing anything about themselves, about their lives, about their stories, about their backgrounds, about their families, um, because they think, you know, they're supposed to only share things about business, but real estate is a human to human 
business. That it, It's what it is. People make decisions emotionally before they make them logically. And in order to build that, you know, the trifecta of know, like, and trust, people have to be able to know you and like you and then build trust with you, which comes from personal content. It comes from like the kind of person that you are, whether they resonate with who you are and your lifestyle, things like that. So personal content is actually one of the big missing pieces, I think for most agents. And then the last or the third bucket is your social proof bucket. Now, social proof is not just is not listings and just solds and things like that. It's case studies, testimonials, and media or PR, right? So are, what are other people saying about working with you? And I think so many agents are, are, are caught in the trap of, I'm so great, look at me, I'm number one. And it doesn't translate well outside of the industry. So people need to be able to see that you've helped someone else that's in the same situation as they have. Uh, I use HGTV as an example all the time because we all have gotten drawn into some sort of an HGTV show at some point. And the entire network is just a network of case studies. All so, we're doing, sorry, go ahead. No, so, I mean, basically you, you wanna tell the sellers that you're an expert at selling houses, you're friendly, and here's other people that and went through the same problems you did. A hundred percent. And, and, you know, sometimes it can be something so small. It can be that, you know, you're, you've recently lost your cat. Someone will read that, someone will, re will resonate with it. And there, there'll be just some sort of an emotional click that happens where someone's like, hey, I, I feel like I know this person. And that's where the personal content becomes really, really important is we, we there, there's different kinds of celebrity. You have that like unapproachable celebrity, which is not what you want in an industry like this. And then you have like approachable celebrity. Are you the kind of person that has a, has a large enough audience and that people feel connected enough to you that when you go to the grocery store or you go to a coffee shop that you not only get recognized, but that people feel comfortable enough to come up to you and say hi. Hey, hold that thought. Do you wanna get 100 tips for free from my best selling real estate book, The Hyper Local, Hyper Fast Real Estate Agent? If you do, go to hyperfasttips.com and you can download 100 of my best tips today. Again, that's hyperfasttips.com. You can download 100 tips on how to grow your business, get more clients, deliver more value to more people. Go to hyperfasttips.com. Is there, is there a certain platform that you think is better for sellers as opposed to buyers? Mm, not really. It really depends on the demographic that you want to target. Um, I would always say you want to choose the platform that your, that your client base is on, right? So if you're working with downsizers, you're not going to be on TikTok, but <laughs> if you know, you know what I mean? Like, like you have to figure out where they're, where they're not they yet soon, <laughs> <Not> probably. Yet. <laughs> right. But, but like, you know, Facebook is always a yes, you know, it may not be, you know, every millennials like, you know, or, you know, the younger generation's favorite platform, but it works really well. Um, Instagram is always a yes. Um, if you're, if, you know, we've had people niche down into, you know, corporate women in New York city, you know, in, in a situation like that, LinkedIn is a yes. Right. Right. So I would say Facebook and Instagram at a minimum, and then you can choose a third platform that you believe will be, you know, right or relevant to the target demographic that you want to work with. And another, another 
point you brought up uh, earlier, you said there were nine, uh, I think, psychological points or, mm -hmm. or triggers or um, what, what are those and, and how, how should agents be thinking about tapping into those? Yeah, so I, I mean, I think the easiest way is to, I, I broke, I know I broke it down into three different types of content, but we actually use nine types of content to hit each of the, like when we go a little deeper, there's nine different pieces that go a little deeper into making sure that this person has everything that they need to say yes. Um, so we've got personal beliefs, personal philosophy, personal story, just three that fall under the personal bucket. We have authority value, which is going to be, are you like, how, like, creating like mini trainings, creating credibility. Um, you know, what are the frequent questions that you get asked? Things like that. Process solution, which is going to be things around, you know, what is your method? Like what makes you different? Like your, your signature process or your signature system. Um, have you named it? Do you have a specific process? I mean, most people believe that agents just kind of fly by the seat of our, of our pants and we do all the same thing. So what do you have in your service package that is specifically geared to helping, let's say, upsizers in your specific market and, um, and, and really kind of dig into how you help them and explain and educate people in your audience on the steps of your process and why you do it the way that you do it? So that's the process. Um, then we've got uh, case studies, testimonials, and PR, which we talked about. Myth busting. So I, we find that myth busting is incredibly successful as a content type because it's polarizing. And people are so used to hearing the same things over and over again from so many agents. It almost sounds like regurgitated all the time where every agent's just saying the same thing. So when you bust a real estate myth, you may not necessarily be in, you know, every other agent in your market's favorite person, but you'll, you're going to build. It shouldn't be your goal though. No, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. But you're going to build a kind of like immediate or instant trust with anybody who sees it. So, you know, examples of something like that would be like the truth behind open houses or um, what does sold over asking really mean? You know, right. things like that, right. That are going to, are going to give people a little bit more information um, and then the last one that I really love is lifestyle. People want to know, like, what kind of a lifestyle do you live? Do they resonate with that lifestyle? Are the things that are important to you important to them? You know, are you an environmentalist? You know, do you have dogs or cats or chinchillas or whatever? You know, what do you do on the weekend? Are you outdoorsy? Are you adventurous? You know, are, you know, are you single? Are you married? Do you drink? You know, like all of these, are you religious? You know, all of these things create a brand. And people want to get to know something a little bit deeper than I'm the number one agent in my market. What, what are some of the myths? You mentioned open houses, um, just any other kind of myth busting yeah. so, things so, you've used to help, to help get sellers? Yeah, so um, what does sold over asking really mean? Um, I think that, that that works really well. And the example that I give is, the way that the real estate community looks at sold over asking is very different than the public. So I was walking down the street three weeks ago. I saw a sign over a listing that said sold 146% over asking. Now the general public might look at that and think, oh my gosh, this agent did such a great job. She sold this house for 146% over market value, which we know isn't true. 
Right. Right. And so being able to dissect something that is so well known and be able to say, okay, if this house did sell this much over asking, it means that it wasn't priced well. And it also means like, like basically like you go through and it gives you an opening to talk about the market, the market trends, um, you know, how many offers there were, how, how agents use this as a tactic, things like that. And that everything always ends up at market value. Right. Right. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I mean, market value is it's the, defined as the price that a buyer and seller. always end up there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I agree on yeah. So, so I think that like some of those things, um, they work really well. Um, you know, we've had people who have said, you know, they, they've broken down campaigns or marketing campaigns that, you know, a lot of agents use like the guarantee, like sold guaranteed, you know, stuff like that. And like, and help and help educate people on what that means, what the fine print looks like and, and what the truth behind you know, a situation like that is, um, there's all kinds of different ones and every market is going to have something slightly different. So there's going to be some sort of a cliche in your market that is going to be helpful. Um, the other thing that works too is instead of just posting, and I think this happens a lot, instead of just posting market stats in some sort of an infographic that says, you know, townhouses are up you know, 3% and condos are down 2.5%. Being able to actually create content around like, what do these numbers mean? What are the trends? And what does this mean for you? Because I think being an expert means being able to take information and distill it for your audience. And I think a lot of agents don't do that because they make assumptions that the general public understands the things that they don't. What, um, another, I think another thing you brought up that, that I found was interesting was on, on the authority building, like training guides, or I don't know if you, you use videos or mini webinars mm-hmm. or what, what do you, what do you, you know, is that something you typically give out for free or do they, you know, put their email in and, and then what kind of products are you recommending so, or seeing? Yeah. Work? So, I mean, I have a Facebook group that has probably 150 trainings in it it's free. Um, and I, I, you know, I go live in there. I do interviews with like super successful people who've been through our program so that people can learn what they learned and like what really made a difference for them. Um, I do have a guide. I do have a a listings lab guide, which is a down, an email download. Um, but yeah, there's, there's, there's all kinds of different things. I'm, I'm active on Instagram. I'm active on, in my Facebook group. Um, I'm just kind of everywhere. (laughs) But with the agents, I usually suggest that they have a guide, whether it's, you know, a seller's guide or I, I, we like to, we like to narrow it down into the name of their methodology. So we take them through an exercise of building out their core service package that becomes their, essentially their value proposition or their unique differentiator. And then um, they can, they send that out in their email drip campaigns. It lives in their, you know, Facebook banners. Um, basically anyone who comes into their world gets that guide so that they have a much deeper understanding of, you know, what they do, why they do it and who they are. Gotcha. And then will that, is it a, is it a download, a video or both or? It can be both. Yeah. 
It can be both. I, you know, the way that we teach content is that content should most on most platforms be 50% written, 50% video. Okay. Because there's going to be people who don't watch videos. There's going to be people who don't read content. Right. So at the end of the day, you have to be able to kind of speak to both sides. There are definitely agents who hate the video part. It's, it's kind of a constant battle, but it's very difficult to build what feels like a re like, like a, like a relationship online. If you're not doing video. Hey, hold that thought for a minute. Do you have a client that needs to buy or sell a home in the DMV area? Then why not trust the highest selling team in the DMV, the Carrie Scholl team. We've helped thousands of buyers and sellers and would love to help your clients. And we guarantee we will save them time, money, and stress throughout the process. And they will be so grateful that you referred them to us. Go to carryshoal.com to learn more. Again, that's carryshoal.com to learn more about sending us your clients that need to buy or sell a home in the DMV area. That's carryshoal.com. Yeah, I agree. I, I don't know why more agents don't get more consistent about it's doing, I think honestly, I think it's lives. just being self-conscious. Yeah. The video is your friend. <laughs> and you don't have to be, you don't have to have a videographer follow you around. It can be really simple. And actually, the more raw the video is, the more authentic it actually feels. I think one of the mistakes that some agents make is they overproduce their social media content. And when you do that, it feels like an ad. Right. And when it looks like an ad and it feels like an ad and it talks like an ad, people actually are more repelled by it. So the more organic that it can actually feel, like just use your phone, the, the better it will actually organically perform on almost every social media platform. Yeah, we've, we've definitely seen that where the the iPhone produced video does better than the one with a camera crew yep. or, or the a landing page that, that looks ugly does better than the professionally like slick made one. Just, it's, yep. you know, I think it looks more, uh, trustworthy. More, yeah. More organic, trustworthy, yeah. raw, real, um, which probably helps in that, that one bin, the, the personal. Yeah. Ben, you, you look more like a person going through the same things that whoever's reading it may be going through. I think, yeah. And I think that, you know, the real estate industry as a whole, we have this, this reputation for being a little bit sly, a little bit slick. And I think that um, there's an element of just authenticity and, you know, being able to post something that is silly or funny or just like real as opposed to everything being so curated because in in most markets that super curated feel feels inauthentic or it feels manufactured and it makes people feel a little bit wary of you know what's behind all this shiny Interesting. Um, one last question before we kind of get to the end here. Is there anything yeah. you're doing differently uh, right now that you weren't doing, you know, a year or so ago? Like anything that's kind of new for you and, and your your students and, and clients? Definitely short, short videos. 
So we live in the age of TikTok and Reels. And um, we're finding that, you know, we used to do, and we still do, I mean, we do a mix of them, you know, a, a, a video that's a minute. Now we're, you know, we're, we're being forced to, and I think it's actually a good thing, but we're being forced to create value in 15 seconds. So I think that getting to the point and being able to articulate something very succinctly. Um, and I think there's an element of being original, but also being relatable. There's a lot packed into that, like 15 to 30 seconds. So right. <laughs> you, you, you got, you got to accomplish a lot. Right. So, um, I, I think that that shorter, that shorter format is something we probably weren't doing a year ago, but you know, you've got to evolve with the times, right? Yeah. TikTok and reels, you, you can't have like a half second of, of wasted no. space. It's, it's gotta be tight to, yeah. and, and, and very, you know, that there has to be a, a very tight connection between your hook story and, yeah. and call to action. Or, yeah, or... absolutely. And we don't put call to actions on everything. So I think that's also something that is, 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 is working and that works really well is that like the last thing somebody wants to read is some really, you know, some, some really deep personal story with a call to action to sell real estate. It just feels wrong. So we've definitely cut down and, and only specific types of content get call to actions and others don't, but they still function as nurture. Awesome. Well, this has been uh, fantastic. I, I um, appreciate the value you were able to bring, the lessons. I, I learned a lot, so I know Thank our you. listeners hopefully did. I always end with a hyper fast round if you're ready for some rapid fire questions. All right. What's your biggest piece of advice to a new real estate agent? Become a marketer. Biggest mistake you see established and, and successful real estate agents make? Relying only on repeats and referrals. That's a good one. Uh, what's the biggest challenge you've ever had in business, either as an agent or now, and how did you overcome it? Uh, being introverted. So I am definitely an introvert and I learned how to make it work for me, which is the other reason why I love social media and I love online. I can do something once and have it hit a hundred thousand people as opposed to having to have that conversation a hundred thousand times. All right. What, uh, when you're not working on, on marketing or building your team, what would we find you doing? Um, hanging out with my husband. He's like love of my life, apple of my eye. Um, we like to travel a lot. We're really excited. We just booked our first post COVID trip. Um, and yeah, we're pretty boring to be honest. <laughs> All right. Well, that's, uh, at least travels back, right? <laughs> yeah, I know. Exactly. Uh, last one. Where do you see yourself 10 years from now? Um, I would say doing what I'm doing at all, on a larger scale. Um, I want, I've got some big goals in terms of more speaking, more speaking on stages, more speaking engagements. Um, but I mean, I really want to change the way that the real estate industry not only is perceived by the public, but also the way that agents are, are, are approaching building their businesses, because I think way too many agents believe that they have to hustle and grind and suffer in order to be successful. And I believe the opposite. That's a great point. Well, uh, thank you so much uh, for everything today. Before we sign off, uh, if people want to learn more about what you do or just connect with you, where should they go for those kind of things? 
So probably my Facebook group, it's called the listings lab method for real estate agents, just facebook.com slash group slash the listings lab. All right. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. I got a ton of value at it. I know our listeners did as well. Uh, to our listeners out there, thank you so much. And if you found this valuable, please share it with someone that you think could benefit as well. And we'll see you next time. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Hyper Fat Show. Subscribe to us if you want to make sure you get the latest and greatest Hyper Fat Shows. And remember, we love reviews. Reviews help us bring better and better guests, improve our shows, and give us the good, the bad, and the ugly. We hope you enjoyed the show, and we will see you next time. Hey guys, thanks for sticking around to the end. I hope you enjoyed that video, and if you want to see more, click right here. And if you want 100 real estate tips from my best-selling book, click right here to download them instantly. And if you're new to this channel, click below to subscribe and turn on post notifications so you don't miss out. And leave some comments about what you think on the videos.